Today's scripture reading comes from Micah 6, 8. He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Eternal God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight. O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Today is our final week on our series looking at the new vision and mission statements for our church. And our vision, and I want you to say it with me, let's see how much of this we can do from memory, is to be a church of hope, healing, and belonging that loves and serves all through Christ our Lord. You can put it up now. How well did you do, honestly? Got a little, got a little work to do on it? All right, I'm going to give you a hint. We have now updated our bulletins, so it's on the top of here. So... Uh, we want everyone in, uh, who has an encounter with us as a church to know and feel that we are a community where every person can find hope, every person can find healing, and every person can find a place to truly belong. Throughout this year, we are going to continue to work on ways that we will live into this vision. One of the ways starting next week is through our Lenten series called Untangling Faith where we will explore the ways in which our faith has been tangled up with things. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, man. I might have to have Steve come preach for me, too. The ways in which our faith have been tangled up with things that cause us to have questions. <coughs> to have doubts and to have fear. It is our hope that in talking about some of the biggest questions that people have around faith, that it can bring some people hope who are struggling or who have walked away from a faith in God altogether. <coughs> it is through the series and discussions surrounding it that we also pray that God's spirit would do some healing in people's lives and hearts when it comes to the hurts, to the wounds and scars they bear from the church or the people of the church. And we hope that in openly and honestly discussing difficult things, it creates opportunities for people. <coughs> oh gosh. One of the things I love about having children is they give you everything that they get. <laughs> All right. Who's got to give me a minute? All right. It's my hope that in openly and honestly discussing difficult things, it creates opportunities for people to find our church as a place to belong either once again, or maybe for the first time. <coughs> so not only are we working on being a place where people can find hope, healing, and belonging, but we are a church that loves and serves all through the power of Christ our Lord. 
This is really our calling. As we learned about last week, as we discussed our mission statement, which says our mission is to inspire people, all people, to seek God, to grow in their faith, discover their purpose, to serve others, to make a difference. Last week we covered the part of our mission, which is to serve others. <coughs> How service is an integral part to any faith and discipleship journey. Today, we finish the mission statement, and this final sentiment applies to each week that we have already talked about. Why do we do any of this? Why do we follow Jesus? Why do we want to discover our purpose? Why do we want to serve others? To what end? Well, we do all of this to make a difference. Our ultimate goal, and I think the ultimate goal of the Christian faith, is to make a difference in your life, in your heart, and in your world. At its core, the Christian faith is a force that transforms people, it transforms communities, and ultimately, the course of history. If we look at the scriptures, when people encountered Jesus, they were ultimately changed. Their encounter with Jesus made a profound difference in their lives. This past week, the youth group was privileged to see a scriptural story come to life through the use of holy imagination. Taking the sh a short snippet of the story of the bleeding woman who touched the hem of Jesus and was healed, Marilyn Elwood imagined a whole story of this woman's life and how that life was transformed, was changed through the power and healing of Jesus. The healing that the woman experienced made a difference in her, not only in her body through the healing of her condition, but ultimately of the role of, of her role in her community and her family and more. It was a powerful performance, and it's one that I am hoping, because I've mentioned it here now, that Marilyn will do for us one day. No pressure. Our faith should make a difference in our lives, each and every day. Our faith should provide for us a sure foundation of grace, love, and value on which we can build the rest of our lives. Jesus should be the Lord and guide of our lives, directing us in the ways that are best for us to go and guiding us in the things that are best for us to do. But it's through our own personal transformation, through the work of God in Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit, that we can be a part of the work to make a difference in lives beyond our own. Last week, we talked about how we should serve for three primary reasons. One, because Jesus commanded it. Two, because service glorifies God. And three, because service benefits us. But there is another reason. There is another reason for us to serve others. And that's because we are given the opportunity to make a difference in their lives, to make a difference in our community and in our world. A few weeks ago, you heard from our Kids Hope Mentors and the work they do in Beetle Elementary School, giving of their time each and every week to one student. <coughs> they shared how sometimes it's hard to know in the moment how devoting an hour a week is really impacting that student or not, but it really does. And I loved when Dave shared about how one of the students that he had mentored years ago went on to become student body president. 
You just never know how your devotion, how your act of faith can impact someone else. And I believe that our Kids Hope Mentors are doing just that. This month, our mission focus is on River City Domestic Violence Center here in Yankton. If you don't know, the River City Domestic Violence Center provides a safe haven to victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, human trafficking, and child abuse. They exist to break the cycle of these traumas in our community through survivor empowerment, advocacy, education, awareness, and social change. We are doing a small part in supporting them by providing items that help to support their work and especially the people impacted by it. In supporting them, we are supporting the change in the lives of those who benefit from their services. As United Methodists, we have always understood that our faith is not just meant for ourselves, but meant for the benefit of others. Our faith is social, and if we say that we love our neighbors as ourselves, which Jesus commands us to do, we must care about our neighbors and work to make a difference in their lives, as well as our own. During the rise and expansion of Methodism in our country and around the world, we, as a church, have been committed in making sure that we are a blessing to those around us and the world. We have made sure that our impact as a church makes a positive difference wherever we are. Methodists in the Dakotas early on not only founded churches like the one you're sitting in, we were the first in the Dakotas, if you didn't know, but we also founded hospitals, we founded a college at Dakota Wesleyan, and more. Even today, as a church and as a denomination, we are passionate about making a difference in the world. One of the greatest benefits of the way that we are connected to other United Methodist churches is the work we do together through the United Methodist Committee on Relief, which deploys people and resources to areas in need, primarily due to natural disasters. The work of UMCOR makes a difference. UMCOR is often one of the first agencies to arrive on the scene after a natural disaster has happened, and it is often one of the last agencies to leave uh, while the area is recovering. One of my seminary colleagues, when I was at Garrett Evangelical Theological Seminary, one of our United Methodist seminaries, had gone to college at Africa University. Is anybody familiar with Africa University? I never heard of it before I went to seminary. Africa University is uh, founded by the United Methodists and supported by United Methodists all over the world. And it's in... Um, do you remember what country? I cannot think of what country. I know he, the, my friend is from the Congo, but that's not where Africa University is. So people from all over Africa go there, attend there to get education. This is often the seminary for United Methodists in the continent of Africa. It's the primary training ground uh, for so many in higher education in Africa. I want you to hear that because, again, part of our DNA of United Methodist Churches is our drive to make a difference beyond the walls of our church. It's who we are. 
And I believe that is because all United Methodists follow in the thinking of John Wesley, and he took seriously both the call to personal transformation, how does having faith in God make a difference in my life, but also the call to serve in transforming the world by extending the grace that we receive, God's grace, God's love, and using that to extend the kingdom of God in the world. Because we cannot love God without seeing and meeting the needs of our brothers and sisters. This is the same message we see throughout all of scripture, including in the Old Testament prophets. And one such prophet, Micah, shares this message from God to the people of Israel. But I believe it is a message for all of us. God has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? We are called to make a difference, to allow God to use us to make a difference in our own lives and in our communities and in the world. We are to work for justice. We are to love kindness. We are to walk Humbly. If we can do these things, not only will we, will we be in line with our United Methodist heritage, not only will we be in line with the history of the work in this church, but we will be in line with the will of God. So may we be a church of hope, healing, and belonging that loves and serves all through the power of Christ our Lord. And may we live into our mission to inspire all people to seek God, grow in their faith, discover their purpose, and to serve others to make a difference. May God bless you this year. And may this year be the year your faith makes a difference in your life and in the world. Amen? Amen.